0: Hello and welcome to Lave Radio. Greetings and welcome to Lave Radio.
1: Greetings, Commanders.
2: Greetings, Commanders. The show that talks about the universe of Elite and the development of the computer game Elite Four, known as Elite Dangerous, and the fantastic community that surrounds it. Broadcast
0: from an
3: orange side and hosted by a vending machine technician.
4: A place of nonsense and innuendo for Forum Dads, a self-contained podcast two hours long. Transmitting to every corner of the galaxy. Greetings, Commanders, and welcome to episodes 467 of Lave Radio, the show that likes to talk about the universe of Elite Dangerous and the fantastic community that surrounds it. I'm your host, Commander Phoenix to Fire, otherwise known as uh, Colin Ford, Chief Archivist of uh, Lave Station. And joining me in the Orange Sidewinder bar for this episode, we have our Head of Health and Safety, that's Commander Ed Levice, otherwise known as Ben Moss Woodward.
2: Hello, Colin. I can't think of any. I'm too asleep still. I can't think of anything witty.
4: Mm-hmm. Uh, do you ever? Unless it's well, smart.
2: I, I try to think of something witty. I just don't always manage.
4: Yeah, just... Yeah. We're, still,
1: uh, we're still holding out hope.
4: Yeah. <sighs> oh, no. Hope died a long time ago. mortal <laughs> life. <laughs> yeah. Well, s- <laughs> s- <laughs> staff liaison officer. Uh, Commander Psychic, otherwise known as Claire Good. Hi! Hi, happiness! Excellent. Uh, unfortunately, our SRV Banksy is no It can't be with us tonight because his boiler's broken. And he's suffering from brass monkey's balls. So, <laughs> uh,
1: definitely the reason he gave.
4: Yes, exactly.
1: <laughs> it's close enough.
4: It's close enough. It's very cold. He's very angry. So normally his family should be able to to actually heat the house just using his anger alone. But uh, it does mean that he's he's in use being angry and keeping the family warm. Channel your anger. Hmm. Let the hate flow through you.
3: <laughs> wow.
4: Yeah. So instead we have the ever reliable, ever relatable. That's the the commander Chris Mark IV.
0: I don't know if I can. I can. I can bring that. Hello, greetings.
4: <laughs> <laughs> the ever substitute. <laughs> <laughs> in case of emergency, break glass. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, right. So we have. Uh, if you wish, you can join us live. We are hanging out in game, are we, Ben?
2: Uh, yes, we are. I am going to be in Seoul.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, I'm going to go off and have a look at. Uh, Voyager mm-hmm. and I believe the Chris Mark IV is going to be propping up the bar and lathe
0: nice. as I do normally, I'm at a regular table
1: do you genuinely have a do you genuinely have a regular table do you, so you always okay. go to oh. the same table I always stand Chris at the same table, table in yeah.
0: Station. Yeah. That's, yeah,
1: that's, Chris has his table that's beautiful, I love it so yeah. much <laughs> it's
4: back Macho. right
2: near the window no the back Macho left near the window the, yeah, Mark see, the Mark 4 table.
1: The Mark 4 table.
2: It's
0: reserved every week. It's got a little bit of paper on it that says reserved from uh, 8.30. Yeah. Chris
4: right.
0: Mark 4's got right written right there on the on the front.
4: Look, if you can't get to the, your reservation, uh, <laughs> then you can also join us on the Twitch chat, which you can access through com slash live. Click on the live chat. Or if you just want to uh, ignore all that. Go to twitch.tv slash live radio or YouTube, look up live radio, Facebook, look up live radio, and excrement. You can look up live radio as well. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes, so let's quickly go around the team, see what they've been up to. And apart from the radio show, Chris, what else has been up to? Oh, um, things uh, I've been up to. <laughs>
0: Ah, Yeah, you went with me first, darn it Um, Things that I've been up to I have been um, I had a nice Friday off work actually So in the real world I had a nice Friday off work, gave myself a long weekend Because I had a voucher to go and visit a distillery That has opened in Edinburgh That I got at Christmas and completely forgot about um, so it was close to expiry, and um, so I was lucky that I managed to I managed to go along. I um, ended up going to Holyrood Distillery in Edinburgh. Mm. Um, they have only opened in the last sort of eight years or so that they've started production, so they are finally able to actually produce whiskey. Um, because up until now, they've not had enough time to have any whiskey. Um,
2: so, what yeah, have uh, they been? What have they been doing? What does a distillery do actually when it's in the startup process, waiting for the whiskey to? To sit in its things and do its business.
0: So many different things. So it turns out that you can sell pre whiskey as moonshine.
2: You <laughs> so can legally sell moonshine. Where you can sell, sell
0: moonshine, life? essentially. Um, yeah. So they they sell moonshine. They sell uh, gin because they've got a small gin distillery, um which is very tiny and in the corner of a room. Uh, they also sell <laughs> vodka because they can make vodka and the same stuff. And now, whiskey. Um, so, yeah, you, you can go along and you can get all the bits like that, and that helps them sort of fund their current uh, endeavours while they gin wait for whiskey.
2: Yeah, I'm assuming gin and vodka don't take as long to distill or whatever as whiskey does.
4: No. Yeah, a much, a much shorter process. Eh. Yeah, but the place will sm- still smell of rotten eggs.
2: <laughs> I, I, I never knew any of this.
4: No, because uh, the the thing about you can always tell when you've turned up to Edinburgh because you pull into Haymarket, Haymarket Station first, and there's this horrible smell of what smells like burnt I, ham. I
2: suspect that Chris can probably verify this, but I suspect that's not so much the case now because that all came from the Caledonian Brewery.
0: Yeah, so there's less breweries now. There is there is still one brewery that's near Haymarket, but the the old style brewery that used to do uh, Dukers mm. has now moved. So that all got bought up, and they've moved production of that. I think out to Bellhaven. Um, so the the brewery at Fountainbridge doesn't run anymore, but uh, moved a couple of the other Bellhaven. ones do. Yeah, and there's a there's a, quite a lot of microbreweries. There's even a brewery out in Sighthill now, in Leaf, and in uh, Summerhall, which is one of the other places that ended up this weekend, at the old uh, Dick Vet, which is now known as Summerhall. Um, so they've is got a little microbrewery in uh, there as well. Why the
2: hell, hell it, have they renamed the Dick Vet Summerhall?
0: Um, it's just because they it became an arts venue. Arts venue and a tech space and a builder space and all that sort of stuff.
1: Is this the place that had all of the
2: flying collection yes the Jesus well
0: well the bar in the middle is called the Royal dick which is a great ah, name for a bar yes. <laughs> 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 um, so you can you can you can visit the Royal dick in Edinburgh oh, yeah. and uh, and um yeah if you are not fond of taxidermy or God. animal collections or anything like that maybe steer slightly away from it um, it also has a music venue, which is in the old dissection room. Um, it's a fascinating place. <laughs> so that was my uh, my weekend involved slightly too much drinking. So I'm going to yeah. say, please drink responsibly, listeners. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, in game, I, uh, I, I was going to say I took part in the CG. That mm. wouldn't necessarily be true. I sold what they needed at the CG. I didn't necessarily mine it.
4: Um, but we can talk about that later. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's funny when I always used to pass the the distillery. Well, first time I, my, uh, me and I took the missus up to visit the family. Went past the uh, distillery at Windygates in Fife, and she just looked at me and went, "Is that you?" That's <laughs> how bad <I> this it. <laughs> It's all. It's one once you've smelled a dis- distillery, it's not a smell that you forget. Mm. Yeah. Meanwhile, talking of smells. Hello, Ben.
2: (laughs) Hello, Colin. Um, What have I been up to? Um, Not a heck of a lot. The biggest thing I've been up to has been investigating making a mobile retro gaming thingy-bobber. And I'm kind of waiting on hardware for that. And I think I might have the software locked down, but I can't. It's like... I want to try things out without, but I can't really try them out properly without the hardware. But I want to get prepared for the hardware, and I want it now. Damn it! Um, As we're talking about during the pre-show, I've been having moral dilemmas with my dark urge thing in Baldur's Gate, uh, where I feel like I should kill some people, but I was like, but I I, I like the people. You know, I as Ben like the people who we need to kill. Well, I don't need to kill who I. I as Ben like the people that I as Dark Urge, feel obligated to kill, and I'm like I can't do it. Yeah. Um, and I, I'm just getting very confused. Don't um, do it
1: then. The whole message of um of I it is know, autonomy. Uh, if but, the the message is autonomy. Exercise but, it. But,
2: yeah, but, it's but, all about free will. But
1: I, I I feel. You know, I, I feel like I should be being good. Kill them no, all. Over, the Overwatching um, message is autonomy. You get, you make your own choices. Yeah, Come on, man! You've played the game on. once. You know. I know, <laughs> but, 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 but kill them all. And I, I want to kill them all, but I don't want to kill them
2: all. I get confused. So I've been, I've been avoiding it by looking into retro gaming. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> I'm playing Rimworld, where I am killing them all. Yeah, you know, but that's slavery and things like that for people who I don't get attached to. They're fine. You know, yeah. goddamn those moves. characters
1: being amazing. I know.
2: Um, so yeah, that, that's kind of been my life. Um, anything else exciting? Nothing. I think that's been about my life. Um, oh, I did. I did watch the, um, uh, oh, I get a, a very, very large rocket fly into space and then explode possibly twice.
4: Um, it exploded was... once, but it was that big they counted it twice.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it definitely exploded once, and we I think I've not seen any follow up, so I don't know what happened with, with the actual Starship part, but we know it went we know it went boom and wasn't nominal.
4: No. Yeah. Um yeah, it had a slight I don't know what I don't know montage. what
2: happened to that, but yeah, I did get very I did get very excited seeing that taking off. I was like, okay, it's taking off, it's going up, it's keeping going, it's keeping going. Oh my god, they've actually separated. And the booster's turning back and it's all looking good. And then boom. Oh, bugger. And it's was like, okay, it's fine. The, the main component's going on. That's going on fine. And then that went boom too. So, yeah. So,
0: so was, it, was the plan for this one to actually do the full landing? Because I thought they were still testing, no. like, different stages of it.
2: Yeah. So, was it supposed
0: to turn back or for,
2: was it, like, what? intentionally so going up? So, booster was meant to basically return more or less back to the launch site and then do a soft landing In the Gulf of Mexico. Um, Starship was meant to go most of the way around the world and do a belly flop into the ocean near Hawaii. Ah, okay. And neither of those things happened.
4: Yeah. Uh, Yeah, they always plan for the full mission, just in case it goes right. (laughs) (laughs) Just in case it goes right.
1: On the off chance it goes correctly.
2: They made a significant (laughs) advancement over last time.
4: like NASA, um, who have got to plan for everything to go right, just in, uh, wrong, just in case it, you know, the opposite, at- the opposite attitude to NASA.
2: <laughs> yeah. And that's, well, they've got about another five or something starships ready to basically go as soon as they get launch permission from the FAA. And was um, the
0: pad all right this time? Because I think it was the I first time they blew up the so. pad, didn't
2: they? Uh, last time they, they essentially used uh, 33 rocket engines to excavate a, a, <laughs> a drainage ditch. <laughs> uh
0: so similar with how the, I take off from the type nine.
2: Yeah.
4: Well, the rocket engines uh, fired this time. So we, you know yeah. We, yeah, it looked it looked impressive.
2: It did it, look impressive.
4: It looked impressive waggling its wings and then and then taking off and then it didn't look as impressive exploding in a big fireball.
2: The the ironic thing is I was talking to us was on Discord with some people and they're like, Oh but I want explosions and then two seconds after that we saw uh, the booster explode.
4: There you go. Yeah, he jinxed it, you bugger. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) that that was quite
1: funny. Yeah. Claire.
4: Hi. Hi, yes. Sorry to cut you off there, Ben. I thought you'd finished.
1: (laughs) That was wishful thinking on your part, Colin. hi fam i've not been i've not been up to a huge amount of stuff um like uh outside like a lot of the a lot of the usual i'll talk about um uh, a couple of video games that i've been playing i played um a game on friday called american arcadia which came out on wednesday um it's a brand new it was brand brand new game brand new um indie title um uh starring yuri lowenthal who is who plays spider-man um, but he also plays this um this chap called Trevor who is um, it's very it's it's a bit Truman show-esque the story. The story is a bit Truman Show esque. He's sort of trapped inside a, a dome, but then a lot of people are trapped inside a dome. It is um it was I completed it in a day um in like six hours it's about 15 quid game it's not super it's not super expensive it's definitely worth the money that you would pay for it um i highly recommend everybody pick it up because it is it's it's a puzzly there are first person elements if you've ever played limbo or inside part of the is like that it's like a 2.5 d um uh platformer puzzly game and then there's another part of it which is also in first person it flits between two two different views it is exceptional about uh, with what it does and it, it is genuinely a masterpiece the story is outstanding um that blew me away um absolutely brilliant game i still haven't finished cyberpunk so i haven't started mass effect yet um, I did some bits in Elite on Thursday waiting to see what the CG was going to be. Was relatively nonplussed about what the CG was. So ended up playing, um, so ended up doing, like, timing myself to see if I could do a loop of the Spire shenanigans and get get that down to less than an hour, doing, like, a <laughs> full loop of it. And I can, even doing that on my own. So that was really nice. It was... Um, a nice metric of like if i want to go and do something in elite which is a shorter shorter period of time like we've talked about constantly how time poor we all are and those kind of things um and so i did that so that was really nice um today i played the last the bonus episode of the telltale games expanse series oh lovely And that focuses on um, a different character and all of you, like if you've watched The Expanse, you know this character because apparently her part got expanded because she was so popular Um, and it's expanded more from the books. Apparently, um, hang on, let me see if I can find the actress's name. Qu- uh, no, not the actress. The it's, it's Christian no, it's, uh, Christ- no, and Christian, Christian That's her. Christian yeah. Um so. It was it's yeah. it totally, it just focuses on her. She is the only like animated character that is in it, but she is it was uh, it's about that was about an hour all of the episodes have been like between 45 minutes to an hour and a half of playthrough time dependent on decisions that you make um that episode that i played today will probably stay with me alongside all of the other incredible storytelling that has happened this year that mm-hmm. single episode is worth the price tag of the whole game alone. It was breathtaking and sublime. And I will not be over it for a very, very long time. Um but yeah, that's about about my week. I haven't really done anything outside of playing computer games or editing. I did I I played one of the best best games of I played one of the best games of DD in my life on um on Sunday. I loved every fucking second of it. But um aside from that I haven't really done anything that doesn't revolve around gaming. I mean Living the dream here, totally busy. We're living the dream,
4: <laughs> lovely and jealous. So, um, let's have a quick going over what I've been uh looking through. Um, yeah, usual work shenanigans. I'm back on the bike, <laughs> I'd, I've already had at least two close calls, and you can feel my arms aching just thinking of what might have happened. So, you know, it's uh, yeah, um. Thankfully, full mobility has been restored, but um, it's still sore, even after all this time. Um, uh, Gaming-wise, well, um, how shall I put this? I, I've played a little bit of the CG, which I thought, oh, the nice and, nice and chill gameplay, thoroughly relaxing. Apart from the fact I seem to be attacked by um, security forces for no reason, don't know why. Uh, and, and uh, also a bit of Final Fantasy 7 and then on Sunday I made a mistake I pressed I pressed the wrong button on Steam and ended up playing Disney's Dream Valley
1: thing Dreamlight, Dreamlight Valley <laughs> Dream it's amazing light. it's amazing I played that nonstop for like three um, three days and then had to stop because there were other things yeah. I needed to get done.
4: help, get me out yeah 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 get me out you know, seriously, and I, d- I just go in for a, a minute, I think it's a minute or two. Next thing I know, it's, uh, the the alarm's going off for one in the morning, and they're going, why? There's now an animated version of me, which probably people will find quite hilarious. <laughs> and, and, no, and no, I should be fighting Thargoids, not fishing with Goofy. It's just wrong. I need out. I need help. I need an intervention.
1: Un- uninstall the game. Just uninstall the game. You don't have to go back to it. You don't need it.
4: No, but I've got to help out Scrooge McDuck. Right. Someone- listen, <laughs> listen, Scrooge
1: McDuck's past caring. He needs the intervention.
0: <laughs> is this why you're on coffee tonight, Colin?
4: So that you're, you're energised for that? Oh man, I just—it's sort of, one of those one of those moments where I just—you just complete. It just steals time. This is no. Yeah, so um, I'm trying desperately to finish Final Fantasy VII instead, which is yeah, I, I I am tempted to uninstall it because it is yeah a time stealer. So that's that's my week. Uh, let's see what else has been happening. The development news. Well, what were the uh, release of Age of Sigma? Realms of Ruin, uh, there's been absolutely nothing happening from the developers. Uh, obviously the November uh, uh, Frame Shift Live has been cancelled, so the next one will be the, the Festive Special on Thursday the 14th of December. Um, all that we do know is that they said that there's a patch, a stability patch coming towards the end of November or, and beginning of December, but they haven't talked about it since so um i guess we'll just wait for um realms of ruin to settle down and uh then we'll just um
1: you know it's a different development team working on each one right
4: yeah but the communications team all seem to be on the one thing
1: i mean we're still getting tweets and social posts it's just that they don't have a it's not like they've stopped communicating about Elite. They're just not doing a, a, a fringe of live. We don't have any information, so I, I'm I don't want to I don't want to sound like I'm I'm kicking off already about this, but um, <laughs> ju- it it I mean they they have social media strategies. I don't necessarily agree that the strategy is fantastic or anything, but they are still posting on socials.
4: Yeah, well, no, we've seen the tweets. We've seen the the tweets, and we'll probably discuss come a, a couple of them later, but um, yeah. As far as your Frameshift Live, uh, not happening this month. Uh, right, so we'll go over to what the community has been saying instead. Uh, and first up, we've got Commander Regit, who has done this... I actually saw this this afternoon, which is uh, Elite Dangerous the Other Side, which is his, his take on the, the constant doom narrative that uh, that has been happening on the uh on the forums and in a lot of uh youtubers um so really enjoyed this it's, it's a musical one so i don't think we can play it because you obviously can't
1: play it. it's um uh david oh god what's his name uh i don't know
4: this way we'll get copyrighted david down. gray is it it's yeah yeah like david that gray that, david you know.
1: gray you know it
4: yeah um
0: it's it's a fascinating one. I think the the best advice was uh what Alec gave, which was uh don't get put off by the beginning of the video because I did watch the beginning of it and I thought, oh no, it's one of these. And then mm. it turns out it's lovely.
1: <laughs> the Doom post I believe is actually Collins. I think I caught one of his avatars. One, one of his avatars. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it zooms out and it, it as it zooms away from it, it I can see Collins avatar talking about oh, how no. shit everything is. So uh... <laughs> What? I'm pretty <laughs> sure it's you. I'm pretty sure it's your little Amazon
4: phone. No. I'm,
1: I'm like, watch it again, yeah. mate. I'm, I'm, I'm going to watch it again, but
4: you'll all I'll have a look at it. Um, <laughs> right. Next up well you can discuss about yourselves uh, about okay. what commander homberger's post while i look this youtube up I'm and pretty this sure it is look at this accusation
1: look for <laughs> the um the one about the share price i'm pretty sure that's yours um uh, yeah Com- commander homberger's got a new blog post oh he he talks a little i wanted to i wanted to speak to alec about this really it's a bit unfortunate that alec isn't here um but he does talk a little bit about um how um like obviously go and read it i'm not going to spoil the whole um the whole blog post because it's great and his writing flows very very nicely and it's worth um reading but he does talk a little bit about the fact that um he didn't get very good times in the last couple of buckyballs that he tried and has sort of just like lost the passion for it a little tiny bit and i get that i get that a little i get that a bit you know um i think uh one of those things with with Bucky when we're doing them once a month all the time, it can be a little um um it can be a little um disheartening. I'm gonna say disheartening um to 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 constantly have a moment. But he's gone off and he's um re-engaging with other things that he loves in Elite and I think that's great.
0: Yeah, it's a it's a good way of doing it. It's a really nice little post actually. The thing the thing I didn't realise is that we helped name his fleet carrier. <laughs> i don't remember that happening on the show and i'm so sorry
1: i can't remember either my apologies (laughs) i'm
0: I'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to roll roll the tape backs uh but yeah um no it's it's lovely nice pictures as well some really good screenshots in amongst there and i think it was hornberger the other day who shared a shot that looked like an aurora borealis on a planet it wasn't it was because of the star type that was nearby i think it was him that shared it
2: yeah that was an amazing this, uh, shot as well planet, is this planet death
0: no. it might have been but it looked like an aurora borealis above the, a, the i'll need to try question, and find the post it's now in,
1: it's in the question of the week thread i found it straight away oh, is it
0: okay that'll be why i saw it
1: right there <laughs> Uh, I have shared it in our in our chat um we might we might you know what we might even ask Comberger if it's all right to use it um at some point because it is a very very beautiful image it is pretty um Comberger,
2: can we steal it
1: what's next <laughs> on the um um on the list oh look it's mine me <laughs> mine yeah mean um i I put together a compilation of the um the adverts. Like occasionally, I don't know if you've noticed, but me and Chris, me and Chris, like to put together, and like do some adverts. Um, and we haven't done them for fucking ever because we're so busy. <laughs> there's <laughs> distilleries to visit, Claire. Just, there's I distilleries
2: know. to visit. <laughs> there's
1: so much. There's so much that we like. No, no, but real life and. Other things have properly taken a bit of a toll and we've got a backlog of things. But in the meantime, the ones that I have done the animations for and the visuals for, I decided to put all together and release as one, um, just shy of 10 minute video. Um, but it's linked in the show notes if you want to go and, um, if you want to look at it. There's, I've, I've listed one of the, um, one of the cast lists incorrectly, but you will be able to spot which one it is. And, um, yeah that's also there um so yeah please feel free to go and check it out um we also have we also have um elite danger dangerers are um our french friends um who do the adventures um the adventure series are very proud to release their fourth adventure in english called On the Trail of the Stargazer. A station issued a call for help in finding the missing explorer, Luca Rekovec, and you can find out why. We've got a link to that in the show notes as well. It's really good. I know very well that there is another one that is not too far away from coming out.
0: Oh, awesome. I'm I'm Um, really wanting to try one of these. I'm not giving it a go yet. I know Alex talks about it a lot and people on the show have been talking about it and I saw the burp had put something out the other week as well. So I'm really gonna have to give this a shot.
1: It's really good. It's, it they're they're really good. They're really good fun. Um so um yeah, I'm I'm wanting to do the wanting to do a couple as well. I might be waiting for a specific one for no reason, but um <laughs> <laughs> it's um yeah, it's really good. I lo- I I love what they're doing and I love the um additions to um the little additions that they're making is really, really, really nice. Colin, did you find yourself, or is it not no, you?
4: It's not me. I call complete oh, th- bollocks. I'm going to. I was
1: so sure it was you. No,
4: no that post that you're referring that post you're referring to is uh, is in the it is in September when I didn't post.
1: Okay, because it looked, it look, I swear the image, I you only see it nope. for like a second, and I was like, that's Colin, <laughs> <It's> not, <laughs> but it wasn't you.
4: It's not, but because I know that I looked over that, that report that's in there, and I I actually put a positive spin in it. So It could
1: have, it could have definitely been you, though. That's the kind of thing that you would have said. <laughs> look, I had,
4: look, I had one wobble when they cancelled it the out, just because I had one wobble about it doesn't mean that I think the entire thing's on the way to the the Swanee. Wow! So you know,
1: well, that's that. I, I, don't, I, like just...
4: being acu- I don't like being accused of being. <gasps> you know that. So
1: <laughs> Fuck me, amazing. Okay. <laughs> um, we actually, while I while I look at it, is there anything else that's going on? There's a there's a um expedition that started this week um which was um that is not i've not added it yet to the show notes but i am going to be adding it to the show notes it's um an activate all guardian beacons um uh m- mission uh well not mission like uh expedition um they've got a big list of um waypoints 30 waypoints to um access it started on the 15th of november and it looks like it's the, the the expedition as far as EDSM is finishing on the 1st of January, but I'm sure you'd still be able to sign up and give it a go because they definitely have been having people doing it. And it looks re- it looks like it might be kind of fun.
4: <laughs> yeah, right. Okay, well, if you have a community event that will be taking place soon and would like us to yell about it... um. Then tweet us, the crew, at Laveradio. Radio. E- email us at info.laveradio.com. So, the in-game events. What has been happening this week? Well, on the 14th of November, we, it all kicked off with a Torval mining campaign. Uh, so, it's a proper community goal, which we haven't had for a, a, a few weeks. Uh, only this one is mining. Uh chris you've got some uh choice words to say about this
0: i've not done a lot of mining okay i admit it I <laughs> um i don't do mining it's something i really should try at some point but i don't get mining i'm sorry um yeah i i ended up i ended up delivering some tritium to them so i've, I've helped You know, I don't know. It doesn't fill the official bucket, but technically I've delivered some tritium because um, it was one of yon gold rushes that I normally miss out on, (laughs) which is that the the station taking part in the CG. And I think the CG is still on at the moment. That's right, isn't it?
4: It is. It's still going, yes.
0: Still going at the moment. So Mm. your chance is still there right now. Um, You can go and sell tritium at quite a hefty price yes um at the cg s- system at the moment well it is still there you can also take part in the proper way because they're looking for fresh mined materials because that bot for tritium stuff is not as good um have you have you been doing mining then colin I have so you've been, been mining. tranquil mining
4: i have Beg. been tranquil mining properly uh which means that when i hand my stuff in i actually get credited in the cg it only accepts Minerals which are goods which are, are tagged as mined. So, mm-hmm. the problem is um, if you buy it from a fleet carrier or if you buy it from anywhere else, you don't get any credit towards the community goal itself. Um, unfortunately, it also means that if you pirate it from something, you don't get any credit for it either. So if you oh. if you um, pirate a player who has been mining, then you won't still won't get any contribution towards it. Which yeah,
1: but you still uh, profit, though, don't you?
4: Oh yeah, you still. Oh, grief! Would you profit? Yes, you do. But uh, <laughs> a, a, a could, good hundred million or so, I'd say, <laughs> yes, just yes, as uh, if I was a uh, guessing so. man. <laughs> yeah. Um, so basically, on Saturday morning, I I spent most of Saturday morning uh, flying around the tritium hotspot and the same system, just happily drilling rocks out and blowing them up. Although I must admit, it is very difficult to find um, uh, deep core mining asteroids in in that hot spot. which I thought there'd be more, but obviously, because it's only rated as common, it's not high value, then obviously those big ones don't turn up. So, yeah. But yeah, I've... I've At one point, I was in the top 50%, but as I said, there was this accident on Sunday, and (laughs) I I need need help. (laughs) I really do need help. So, yeah, um, the CG is ongoing until Thursday, um, and uh, yeah, I'm going to have to go back in and just try and mine some. I tried to mine some extra stuff last night, actually, but as soon as I got scanned by the security forces, they, they opened fire and I got no idea why. I was clean, but they all still open fire. So I'm I'm staying away from cops this time as well now. So I don't know what's going on there. Maybe maybe Tom decided he didn't like what I was saying and has put a bounty on me for all the security people. <sighs> So, yes. Uh, Monday the 21st. Well, the Alliance is now reviewing the Sirius Defence Pact. Um, Judging by what has been happening uh, over the last year or so in the Thargoid War, it turns out that their Alliance for Sirius hasn't really helped the the Alliance that much. Uh, And they're now thinking, why are we in bed with these people?
0: I've got to be honest, I kind of forgot that they were in bed together.
1: (laughs) The Alliance have done another thing where they've released a statement to remind people that they exist, right? This is where we're at. Yeah,
4: uh, effectively. Yeah, so... uh, Good old Alliance.
1: We're still Uh, here! uh, We're still here, guys!
0: (laughs) Please, other people protect us from the Fargoids, because Sirius are doing such a bad job.
2: How? Can, can, Can I be optimistic here? No. Go... Uh, yeah i i'm i'm one i i'm i'm putting on roast into spectacles being crazy optimistic and i'm gonna say
4: mm-hmm.
2: that they're gonna go off and like okay you know what we've kind of sucked so we're gonna work really hard and double down and we're gonna give you a new ship and there's gonna be alliance only and it's gonna be fucking awesome
0: so the alliance like, oh. are gonna take the take the money from the pact and they're going to say in order to defend ourselves now instead of having the pact, we're going to have a new ship with tons of guns
2: yeah i want, i want to be I want to be optimistic and you know Ooh. we're going to get a we're going to get an alliance rep grind we're going to get an alliance only ship, and we're going to love it
4: and you lot slapped me down last week for being optimistic
1: that's I not want optimistic, to be optimistic that shit insane <laughs>
5: <laughs> oh <my. laughs>
4: Well, let's have a quick update on the Thargoid War. Well, unfortunately for us, a lot of the spire sites have now gone inactive due to player success. Yay. Uh, and no, uh, confused actually about this. Um yeah, the 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 Anti Xeno Initiative and other player groups have been so successful that um we've lost about half of the spire sites that are that are on the uh the list. Um that um Yeah, there's about half of them. And it has been announced today that um, Maelstrom uh, Tenaris has no occupied systems left. The Thargoids have been cleared all the way around that Maelstrom. Uh, So they're all going into recovery next week. So that asks the big question of what happens next?
1: I guess Mm -hmm. we'll find out.
0: Hmm. Mm. I, I I do wonder though, like once it loses sort of all its influence around it and all of its support,
4: and it hasn't got any person. spies to fuel it, mm. Mm. does that make it so, vulnerable uh, to to attack?
1: Fun. Hmm. I, can, um, mm. I, I should, guess.
4: No, no. Go ahead. Okay. No, I, I just said. I guess we'll find out on Thursday.
1: I don't think we're going to find out anything on Thursday. I think it'll just it it'll, it'll either. No, they won't even be in a position to be able to move them because they're like static objects, aren't they? Um, maybe we'll get some more. Come and start visiting. Maybe that'll be on the update. We we just oh. see some more on the way. Cause that was the last time some I can't remember who it was who reminded me in a um um that in a micro patch that that Arthur referred to as a micro patch at the time. That was the first time that we got um like the first visual of of Stargoid stargoy kind of things when they 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 first started come, um, showing up and um heading in our general direction yeah. um so i wonder whether we're gonna start to we're gonna feel like we're entirely on the shore shorefront and i'm sure there were some smug anti-xeno pilots out there that are like look how well we're doing we're gonna smash them and it's all gonna be over by christmas and um on the patch we get like eight more I think that'd be really fucking funny. I would love that.
2: Guess.
0: yes. <laughs> who's coming for Christmas
1: dinner? Yeah. It's the Fargoids. Here we um, go.
6: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, is 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 anyone still pointing their scanner out into the black and hearing, listening out for weird Somebody noises?
6: Oh
1: uh, I'm I'm just saying for the amount of times that people go into single-star systems. Mm. And because it was that was how it was. How we discovered more, wasn't it, was going into single star systems and, and sort of pointing, pointing around and hearing other noises and saying that there were more signals than just a star and not being able to locate them. Am I right in saying that? i feel like i feel like that's how it was done i might be entirely incorrect and i'm sure someone in chat will um relish in correcting me at some point but i just think um i think that would be a really sort of neat way just a fully circle back to oh yeah they like there's more coming there's more coming to um absolutely piss on our bonfire
4: (laughs) Well, I'll tell you phrase. the truth, um, I, I hate to say this. I hope that we do have something that will unleash the bladder. If just really. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, for sure.
0: Like a reinforcement. Yeah. Now that now that we've pushed them back, now we get like a reinforcement wave from their side so that they can try and reconquer or do something to, yeah. to fight back, I guess.
1: But I don't know. I don't know if like the rest of you have noticed, but Thargoids um, aren't really ones to back down. They keep fighting <laughs> until there's nothing left. So I don't think we're in a position where there was nothing left because otherwise that's now we and i'm using the word we very loosely with this but now we know the best techniques by all the the meta way by which to fight back i feel like there has to be some other give um from the other side now um because they've worked so hard on these on these big set pieces i wouldn't expect them to only hang around for a year no or like a fucking couple of months in the. when you think about the barnacle matrices
0: Hmm. Yeah, the spire sites have had a, a remarkably short life up until mm. this point, so presumably there are further plans for them. The The only thing that makes me think that we probably won't get more StarGoids coming is remembering speaking to Darren about the absolute toil and pain that was oh, making was. those
1: things move. Um, <laughs> well, Darren's not there anymore. Somebody else has probably worked Yeah, it exactly. So, 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 someone else is up it. to sit
0: there and type it in, yeah. But speaking uh, of
1: Darren... I should and Thargoids. Hmm. Speaking of Darren and Thargoids and Spire sites, um, three excellent segues into um, we we finally found out what Darren's Easter egg was. That he oh, when he left, yes, of course, when he left the company. I meant to I meant to put it in the um, in the in the notes. It's his final Easter egg, and it's to do with um, scanning when you do the Artemis suit scan on the gazebos. Um, That's right. on the Gizmo um, barnacle site, so when you do that scan the um the little dots on your scanner are supposed to be it's not perfect um but it's supposed to be Morse code in that it is um the Morse code for n h three, which is ammonia,
0: ammonia.
1: Mm. um because Darren is a massive nerd <laughs> and that's why it's there
0: <laughs> I love that Yeah, I really loved
1: that. I thought it was great I thought I've
0: that was be great un- Go I've on, got to Chris. be honest I, I, I didn't know that those um those sort of readings that you get on the genomic scanner I didn't know that those were keyed in I always assumed that those were kind of randomly generated it no, no, no. makes me wonder what else is hidden in the genomic scanner
4: <laughs> no someone showed me a graph um, of some kind of genetics graph the other day that looked surprisingly like um the exobio scanner and i can't remember i can't I'm, I'm now horribly thinking. Oh, is that in, in my fevered imagination? But I'm sure that there is some kind of genetics marker graph that's similar to the scanner.
1: I'm sure. Oh, I, okay. and I think you're. I think you're right. And I'm sure that they would have rooted it in some. They're very good at rooting things mm. in realism, mm. to, yes. to some extent. Not. Not. And I'm not talking about the fucking fire sites because that, <laughs> that. All that's rooted in is sex toys, but it's um, absolutely. <laughs> that a lot of the the sciencey things are very much rooted in things that we can do today or graphs or imagery that um is used within within stuff like that as well so it wouldn't surprise me if you'd seen something similar
4: there's one graphic designer now in frontier going oh my god i I can't believe they think it's a sex toy
1: it (laughs) is oh come on you tell me that those aren't phallic you, you look at me you tell me that those big spires that stick directly out of the um, planets you tell me that they're not a phallic shape it couldn't really be anything else but it's certainly a phallic shape it, for me for me though it's the fact that you have to stimulate the nerve endings to make the little bud pop out that might be a step too far
4: <laughs> and I thought what we were discussing in the chat room was dark enough but never mind <laughs> Right. Okay. Um, Well, on that note, I think it's that time of the week again.
6: Score alert. (laughs)
4: <laughs> Welcome back. Well, we have a good news, everybody. Well, there's good news and bad news. Good news. The Friday Day, the Black Friday sale, it's back. That means Woo-hoo. if you want a ship that looks incredibly dark, you can get one. woo Yes, yeah. it's excellent. So that's all. The Midnight Blacks uh, skins are available as of now, and this is normally in the run-up to Christmas. So go out. <laughs> get them uh, and enjoy them. Uh, problem is, is someone has posted an adder in black.
1: What's wrong with that?
4: Uh, it's just an adder. I'm just <laughs> expecting Baldrick and Nicole, uh, in a hole to the next. See so, you now. <laughs> uh, I was going to say also
0: the new the new suits and stuff are also money off at the moment. Yeah. So even and, the and ones that were going be released... <laughs> Not available in black, those are the multicoloured ones. Uh, but they are also on sale. So if you looked at them, thought about them, thought they were too pricey, you can now look at them again. They're now mm. cheaper.
4: Is that that's include bubblegum doom guy? That's the one. Yes.
1: Is it really? Uh, so this, oh god.
4: Also the
0: science kits and all that sort of stuff are money off.
1: Amazing. Uh,
4: yes. I I will I will now be forking out for a, a bubblegum doom guy, I think.
1: Yeah. Wild. <laughs> can I? Can I also just like just for a moment? I wouldn't mind just hijacking this ever so slightly.
4: Oh, um, you do surprise me. Go on.
1: And then, well, no, no nothing, <laughs> nothing major. You know how I talked about ranting earlier. um I it just, I just saw there was a there was a post on the forums that I saw there were a fair few people expressing um their concern on the forums over under one post that Frontier weren't going to be promoting this um the black friday stuff on their socials i think it went either went Mm. live yesterday or today i saw a post about it and i would really 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 love just a tiny tiny moment to talk a small amount about social media strategy and explain (laughs) i know i know i I'm, I'm not a big fan of the way that um elite does it social media in general however just because when something goes live on the forums or, or, or on the like when the web team makes something go live the frontier will have a big list or um a big thing of when their engagement is highest and it is pointless for them to update on the socials as soon as something goes live on web, because those won't that won't be the opportune time in which they reach the, the um most amount of people. And obviously they are going to promote a um, they're going to promote something on the with the purpose of reaching as many people as possible if they want it to make them money. Mm. So with the best will in the world, Frontier didn't forget that it was on. It is still, they still posted about it, but they posted about it at the most opportune time for them. So please don't get upset that as soon as you see something on a website, it isn't tweeted about instantly. Thank you. (laughs)
4: Well yeah I know the exact same thread that you you're on about because, uh, which was started at uh, 10 to 4 the thing was um and this goes back to your point is that um actually a tweet had gone out a couple of hours earlier No there was it,
1: one before then there was one before then there was the for, the forum post the tweet I saw people tweeting about it and then literally the tweet after it was the post from um post from Frontier and I just thought it it i it, it it's it's very keyed into a social media strategy to try and reach as many people as they possibly can um where and when web updates something to say that there's a sale on doesn't necessarily run in line with when it is the opportune moment for frontier to or um the elite dangerous account to share their um on their socials to reach the most amount of people so it just felt a little bit preemptive to start doom glooming because of that particular thing
2: can i just say you know that's that is that's is really interesting i never you saying it and you explaining it makes perfect sense but it's something i'd never even thought about before yeah uh, because and it's, it's also the, you know this it this also because it's my
1: it's my life
2: ben. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it also reiterates, my God, marketing a fucking scumbag, and anyone in marketing deserves to die.
1: Well, it's not even just that it's just marketing marketing yourself. you want to reach the you you yes, want there, to there, reach the most ah, people but you're so it's like uh you you are right and I know you're right, but
4: it's, it's a like, horrible I, I, necessary I, evil yes you.
1: And also these like tweets like that. Um, uh, it, people that pe- can see, I can see people in chat saying, "Oh, I think it was an afterthought." It wasn't. It went out bang on the hour, which it makes
2: is, perfect sense. But oh my god, I hate
1: it. it. It's bang on the hour, which means that it was. Um, things like um, tweets go out sort of bang on the hour when they are um, when they are timed. You can time um yeah. social media posts to go out you can delay social media posts Health, i do it all the time um it's you you have you market yourself based on previous tweets seeing when you get the most engagement because you have graphs on when people press like and view at the right time so why wouldn't you post at that right time it things like that frustrates me because it, it's an ac- accusation that Frontier isn't on top of it when they actually are. Do you know what I mean?
4: You mean, you, you, it's like you're being accused of of posting something when you actually didn't.
1: I feel like a lot of it is like, um, a, a, some of it comes from a place of, oh, we we want to call out Frontier because Sally's no longer there and obviously Sally was doing all the social media posts. Which yeah. I don't necessarily believe that to be true. Um, I think it is a um a communal CM thing and um they have a structure of people to work on the post. Part of the community management within Frontier is working on the um is working on um their social media strategy as well. It is part of the community manager role. So it isn't surprising that it would be it would be the whole team that participates in creating imagery and um, queuing posts to go out. Granted, there are not that many posts that go out from the elite dangerous count, but there haven't been from a very long time. But I it shouldn't assume. have been the issue that it was. Um, yeah, for some folks.
4: The one thing, the one thing that, especially dealing with Twitter, is that it is so easy for your posts just to be swallowed up in the Twitterverse.
6: For so, sure. you, mm.
4: so when. Yeah. So when you excrement, your your point of excrementing has to be at the right point for it to hit just the right amount of.
2: <laughs> yeah, it is, in, it is in your interests to shout when most people are going to hear about it.
1: Yeah, yeah, you know, and I means- just thought it, I just thought it was a bit yeah. a bit and- a bit accusatory and a little bit doom gloomy for um, heaven forbid that people um, go all doom and gloom on the forums, mm. but. Um, it does happen from time to time, but I just thought it needed <laughs> maybe, maybe slight, maybe a little bit of clarification and um, looking at it from a different angle because uh, forums like Camelot? Yeah. Um,
4: it, the forums are
2: our silly plates.
4: They can be, but there's 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 still some nice people there, you know. There's still yeah.
1: Nah, just some, there some like, lovely people Nah, there. Colin, you're there. <laughs> Oh my goodness! <laughs> wow. That's when I turn away I, when I see I, a post that looks like it's yours.
4: <laughs> I have. Oh my god! I don't know what I have done to hack you off, but Jesus! I don't, I don't, don't
1: know. I don't know. <laughs> I feel. I feel like. I feel like I pick one of you a week to just like be an R salty. I,
4: I me mean, the for cover.
1: It for it's, never, it's never going to be Chris Mortfall. He's too lovely.
4: <laughs> I'm going to start using Chris as a shield. <laughs> he's, he's my you, from now got on. Enough
0: of them. <laughs> um, i've got to say kremen makes quite a good point in the chat as well which is that with the for you feeds and the algorithm controlled feeds now that don't really appear in a timeline it doesn't make much of a difference sometimes when content is posted as the algorithm will decide where you see it in your timeline at, sure. at certain points too which you know, yeah. Also, Twitter,
1: Twitter's algorithm is a fucking suspect now. It's <laughs> terrible.
4: It it's terrible. It it's
1: terrible. Yeah. Look at every like, everywhere else for um, your social media content, yeah. um, because if if they don't have a blue tick, it's very unlikely you'll be able to see it, even if you are just looking at your for you page at your. Where, um, where? else do? I do it. So where else? Instagram. Do they, uh, okay, they they used they to post on Instagram, um, and they do Facebook as well. And they just trust them. I don't know that they do threads.
0: Uh, um I think they just do the picturey stuff on yeah. Instagram, don't they? They don't really do the threads bit of it.
2: Because I was wondering if they've gone and got themselves added to Blue Sky or Probably. Mastodon or other things, and are actually using it, or is it? No, I don't, I, I've, not, not I don't see, think I've not seen it, but <clears throat> I wish they would.
0: I don't, I don't think those platforms have penetrated yet.
1: <laughs> why did you say it like that? Apologies. Why did you say it like that?
0: I don't know why I said it like that, but yeah, I don't. I don't think those have got the it's, saturation yet no. for them to use the use it as a a big yeah, release but tool. The, the, but, if they
2: don't, if they don't start doing it, it won't get the saturation. Hmm. It takes it a few becomes, to jump and self, start
0: migrating platform, yeah. Yeah. but, but it self, whether that will happen,
2: done it. Yeah, yeah,
4: Um Right. Well, on on that stimulating conversation of uh, of social media etiquette and timing
2: and we have uh, a lovely black adder on screen
4: just don't you start uh, we'll do, we'll take a break and then we'll come back with our discussion get ready l a v e
0: radio we all know what it's like you're busy managing your settlement when suddenly the alarms go off. Oh no, not again. That's right. A commander with a Federation naval rank of Admiral, an Imperial King no less, has landed in a ship worth over 100 million credits and is killing all your staff while they look around for a 10 credit adhesive to glue an upgraded scope to their 100,000 credit assault rifle. They fly away with their super glue and you're left with a problem. How are you going to get your agricultural plant back up and running? How am I going to get my plant up and running? How are you going to find staff at short notice? <sighs> How am I going to find staff at short notice? How are you going to deal with all those bodies? There's bodies everywhere. And they've stained the carpet. Wonder no longer. Call Arry's Crime Scene Cleanup Services.
6: Hello, I'm Harry. Flary's mine after a sudden increase in robberies and murders by commanders since 3307. I've gained valuable expertise in cleaning up bodies, recruiting new staff and restocking stationary lockers. Now you can benefit from my experience by signing up to our Crime Scene Cleanup Service subscription
0: plan. That's right. For only a small monthly fee when your settlement alarms are activated, our rapid response cleanup crew will be dispatched along with our patented cadaver scoop. 150. The Cadaver Scoop 150 can be mounted to surface reconnaissance vehicles and skimmers to make tidying up your settlement a breeze. Wow, well, the bodies are gone. Our recruitment team has potential new employees on standby across the galaxy, ready to fill your vacant roles in security, logistics, administration, processing and more. My plant's operational again, thanks Ares Crime Scenes Cleanup Services. Harry's Crime Scene Cleanup Services. We'll have your settlement as good as new before the next ship arrives. Kadamar Scoop 150 disposal bags sold
5: separately. Out there, there's a ship just for you. A ship that can carry to the furthest stars, jumping long distances whilst offering an unobstructed view of the galaxy. A ship that can also pack a decent punch if the pirates come knocking. A ship that feels safe. A ship that feels like home. The Asp Explorer. A great ship at a great price in a competitive galaxy. Fly far. Fly safe. Fly in front of us.
3: Space is vast, and pirates have needs just like anyone else. Introducing the Lonely Pirate Handbook, the ultimate resource for lonely pirates. Our guide covers the hot spots and not spots of interstellar space, from smugglers' dens to space station taverns, with helpful chapters such as how to be presentable in polite society, how to get rid of that nefarious rank, and my favorite, occasionally shower. Are your early advances often mistaken for attempts to rob or plunder?
1: Oh, I've come a long way for what's in your hold. Prepare to be boarded. Frameshoot charge detected. Oh!
3: Buy today and receive the Lonely Pirates chat-up guide for free.
2: I've got a very large hard point. Would you like to see my very large hard point? You're so hot, you're making my temperature creep.
6: Lower your shields. I want to inspect the goods.
4: Come back to my place. I might let you touch my A-rated Anaconda. Are you smuggling illegal goods? Because you got fine written all over you.
3: The Lonely Pirates Handbook. Now available in all Anarchy bookstores. We'll teach you to loot anyone's heart. Lay
0: Radio! broadcasting to every corner of the galaxy
4: Mm. uh and welcome back just allow me to compose myself for the moment (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yes
1: thank you claire stick to the (laughs) script. you're you're very very
4: welcome (laughs) last week we made some suggestions for the past for new pilots uh once they've got the pilot license of you know suggestions of what is available in elite dangerous if they kind of get or if they find they're a bit lost. Um, This week, we want to look at the other end of the scale. This is suggestions, and only suggestions, uh, for other things for people to do, which, you know, when they feel they've done it all, and they've run out of inspiration, you know, some things for you to experiment with. Not do. We're not telling you how to play the game. We're just saying that you might want to try this. So... um, (laughs) I'm just calling experiments
2: with Goofy.
4: No, I think the best one so far for a show title has been the Disney one. Yeah. Well, we're not fisting anyway. Wow. Oh, just, oh wow. Wow. Just, oh. We're, we're not even going to listen. Uh, I, I apologise, Jew I'm not going to even explain that one. Okay, so it's just just I'll leave it up to your imagination unfortunately
3: yeah
4: (laughs) someone slap ben for me please right anyway (laughs) uh where do we go after that
1: um what's a good place to to maybe if you want to get and do do stuff that you've not done um that you haven't done what what hang on lads lads what haven't you done
4: what haven't i done yeah um
2: i haven't had you need my suits and i'm not going to
1: Well, that's great. No one, nobody asked you, Ben. You
2: literally just asked
4: me. You've you've (laughs) got me there. To be fair, I've never done tourist missions.
1: You've never done tourist missions. Well, there you go. Um, You go do some tourist missions. that will
4: be fun. Yeah, but I'm not at that point at the moment. There's still plenty of me, me to do other things. At the, it's not. I haven't personally got to that point.
1: Okay. Yeah.
4: Um, yeah. When I do get to that point, normally this is this is a controversial. I actually walk away for a couple of weeks.
1: Hell yeah!
4: Uh, take a break, come back, and then I really appreciate it a lot more. It's like you forget. Absolutely how good it valid is. approach. Yeah. You see, the thing is, when you play it too much, I think you see you sometimes get a little bit well, jaded,
1: complacent. And then,
4: yes, that's a word. And then when you take a break from it, because you can, because there's no sub. You can come back to it, and all of a sudden you will you have a new appreciation for things that were boring the the heck out of you from previous attempts playing. I so feel like
1: that can sometimes be um, if that can sometimes be both a blessing and a curse because sometimes can, it depends how long you take of a break. Yes, if you're if you're gone for months, sometimes you can come back and be like, I don't know how to fly a spaceship anymore. Mm. Um, this is this is there's so especially over some some recent updates and stuff yeah. um the 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 shape of the galaxy has changed somewhat like to the extent that you might not even be in the place where you were before mm. um but there were like it's a great time for video games man
4: i know <laughs> uh, i mean if the thing is yeah if you do leave it too long we've you know you just forget about it your enthusiasm goes i mean um the one problem that i think uh alan had was that uh he was driving around in the srv he's got srv got stuck at uh, a fort and he didn't play the game for two years because he just thought oh, i stuck at a I i can't be bothered and we finally got him out of it but by then it's it sort of the enthusiasm had waned it moved on to other things so yeah it's um it, uh, yeah, it all depends. I mean, normally I find a break of maybe two weeks is probably about right.
1: I've gone, oh, like, other than, like, even when it was, um, when I couldn't physically sit on my computer, we still sort of rigged away by which I could play even mm. a little tiny bit of Elite, and I played it occasionally just to, you know, keep my eye in, those kind of things. So, um, yeah, that wasn't that wasn't too bad, but I think self-inflicted I've probably gone, like, two Two months or so without playing.
4: What about, what about you, Ben? Have we lost um, Ben? I'm,
1: no, oh. I'm, I'm just thinking. Sorry, I
2: I, I want to say that I, I at least play Elite for one night a week, and not just a Tuesday night. Mm. Um, and, I, and but I'm just trying to think if there's been any times when I've yeah. You know, I think the only times when I've not done not logged on at least once for a couple of hours a week has been when I've been on vacation or something like that or over mm-hmm. Christmas. Um, and, you know, sometimes it might just be something as simple as, you know, I've logged on, I've walked around Lave Station and then I've gone, you know what, I'm going to go and do this.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, I don't think I've ever gone cold turkey unless I've been on holiday. But can I ask a quick question, though, for somebody who has gone cold turkey for, say, six months or something like that? Because um, I'd have thought that flying elite, unless you've gone off and actively changed your controllers, etc., would be riding a bike?
1: No, no. I can go... No. Uh, I, I, I'll go back to it on Thursday. I'm mm-hmm. I'm kind of making... I'm making a point, like you say, of playing elite, elite, trying to play elite once a week. Normally, I aim for Thursday because... That's when the server tick happens. So there's, mm-hmm. there's, there's shit going on on, um, on that Thursday. Normally we know whether the CG or not. So we have things that we can talk about. So I like playing Elite on a Thursday. Um, Normally when I open the game and I start playing, it takes me a good five minutes to remember. Uh, I was going to say out loud, remember how sensitive the joystick is. Mm-hmm. But I thought that you might play about with that phrasing. Nope. Nope. Um no, no I, nope.
2: I, I know we're gonna
1: get there. But like, I will. I'll go to. I'll, I'll, it de- de- really does depend on the ship. But um, if if yeah. I might take off, I'm like, oh shit! I need to re recalibrate my understanding of how elite works. So you're not completely forgetting. I find I don't completely forget how to play the game off for a week because that would make me a goldfish, but I feel like I have to, I have to relearn the, um, the the basics, the very sort of basics. Yeah. No, you move your hand this much and then you ship turns around no, that. a silly
2: question. Do you play using a... Uh joystick or a gamepad normally
1: i've t- i've told you this many times i know before, you ben. have but i have got like, even on e- you are a goldfish um i yes i do i play with a um with a hotess with a um gamepad and my keyboard and mouse for different things but i fly with a hotas.
2: yeah because i just yeah. i could i could really imagine if you're playing a game with a gamepad and then you're playing dangerous with the gamepad i could imagine that might feel very different but if you're
1: no, I so only you, play Elite Dangerous with the HoTAS. Yeah, it's 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 funny. I think I think it's really. I find it really really funny. I find it. Um, I find it a bit, a bit silly that as soon as as soon as I start, I have to sort of like recalibrate the sensitivity <laughs> with what my my hands are doing.
4: Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I found that with um, especially coming back from my injury, mm-hmm. uh, coming back to actually using the the HoTAS again. It's there is a subtlety in the in the flight model that when your your default uh, settings, I found on the especially on the X fifty two, they are they they don't work as well. So I I find I have to adjust things and get things back into a rhythm. So if if you yeah I won't forget how to fly out the mail slot, I will probably forget how to fight, as I've been finding out <laughs> over the last couple of weeks. Um, so, yeah it, it You do find you have to relearn things If you've been away for a long time But you also then appreciate things when, mm. when you come back I found Absolutely
0: I mean, I find It's if you go away And you play another game That's sort of similar to Elite or you're flying about, you're using your hotas, or you're doing something else with with the controller, and then suddenly you start playing Elite again. You start hitting all the wrong buttons, and you start throwing grenades when you don't intend to, and all sorts of terrible mishaps start happening because you're hitting all the buttons that you've been using in the other game a bit too much.
1: Um, I find I turn my shields on and off a lot because (laughs) Cyberpunk uses C to crouch, and I have C for shields in um in a lee and it fucks me over all the time and I why are my shields up Yeah, that's why because mm. you're an idiot, Claire. Yeah. Exactly.
2: I did notice when I was playing Baldur's Gate, I was constant mm. and I was playing another game when I'm running around and I'm like pressing F to look for not F, pressing the shift button to look for things I can click on. And I was like, oh f- Yeah. One
4: yeah, I mean I must admit when I was playing Star Wars Squadrons, when we were playing Star Wars Squadrons, yeah. Ben, um Moving between the two games, I, oh God, it was like Elite was getting in the way of Slingshot an Ring and vice versa. Yeah, and the flight model was so different. When you you pulled the hotas in one direction, you expected it to work like Elite, and it didn't. And you went, mm. oh yeah.
2: And one thing into, that I want to get back so- into squadrons. Mm.
0: I was going to say that's one of the things that they've got so good in Elite is the is the kind of flight model between different bits and pieces. So, mm. um, if if there's something that often makes me long to go back to Elite again, it's playing a game with a really bad flight model. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you ever take oh, you know, one of those so breaks
6: odd.
0: and you go and you go somewhere else and you're like, oh, I get to fly a spaceship and whatever, and you got all oh, this flying a spaceship yeah. rubbish on this. I'm going back to Elite. <laughs> I'm going to fly been, properly for a bit.
1: There's been a couple of games that have come out recently where I'm just like, what? The f- it's this. <laughs> oh my god, elite yeah. does it so much better. It's kind of like the you. It's like a yearning back for something that actually feels like it works <laughs> and has like substance. Yeah. And then you land it, the just, ship, and then you're just, you're flying everywhere because you you've got it all. Got you haven't calibrated yourself correctly yet.
4: Yeah. <laughs> I mean that that is to me is the the quintessential reason why I don't play No Man's Sky. Everything else, apart from the flight model in No Man's Sky, I really like. But as soon as I try and fly the spaceship, which is, to tell you the truth, what I what I thought the main draw for No Man's Sky was, I, it's just, no, I can't do it. So I always come back to Elite. I mean, I'm running around the planets building bases and thoroughly enjoying that part. As soon as they get in the sp- it's ruined by the spaceship. <laughs> but that, that's my opinion on that one.
1: Yeah. And,
0: you, you were asking about like little breaks and playing Elite and trying mm. something else. I mean, that's where the expeditions for No Man's Sky sort of come in with me. They scratch an itch to do something different for a week or so, and then I'm mm-hmm. back in Elite doing my thing, you know, uh, picking my task or whatever I've got that I'm I'm wanting to run about and do at that particular time, you know. So that that's like one of my little sort of palate cleanser for want of a completely different uh, term, you know, where you're sort of like, I want to try something different for a little bit, and then you come right back again.
4: Yeah. Yeah, the, and the the thing is, I think we all agree is that f- amongst us four, when we do come back, we're we're back. It's not a case <laughs> of oh, just try it for a little bit and then away again. You're probably th- going back for a deep while, and then you need that break again.
1: We talked about it. The we talked about the the other week. I think I think I mentioned it the other week that um, there's been times when I've been sort of go a f- feeling. A little bit like I am slightly because of the the position and things and the the e d partner stuff mm. and all of that, I kind of feel that I'm obligated to play elite sometimes um and there's been a few times, not very recently but sort of maybe three months or so ago when i've been looking at my schedule and I've been seeing that I've planned elite and I've been dreading logging in um not from a not for my oh this game is terrible or oh I'm not gonna I'm gonna like well, there's gonna be insults coming and all of that kind of stuff because that's like by the bye but it's uh, um sometimes yeah, that, I that, felt like I've not been able I've not had a want to play and then I yes. actually get into the game and that changes and yes. I have, like I have some of my best sessions when I'm kind of not super feeling it and just gonna play it by ear rather than having having a big plan or something to do. Um, Is it worth sort of circling back to the suggestions that we have on the the list of other things that are available for folks to do? Yeah, just then go away and come back. (laughs) 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 We'll be here waiting for you when you
4: come back. Well, actually, I thought this was quite a a fascinating discussion there. So I thought, Mm. yeah.
1: No, I agree with you. It is.
4: Yeah, but I as you say I think you it's quite right it's run it's run its course. So um well the first thing we should point out that um, if you have been playing Elite Dangerous up to this point strictly as a solo gig you're kind of missing out. Mhm. Because I have found um personally that if you actually get yourself a, a regular group or something like that then uh, the game expands increment it uh, it exponentially. Uh So joining a community such as, you know, Loose Screws, Burpits, our our own Discord, for instance, Canon, Anti-Xeno Initiative. Soak,
1: soak, my my people are really cute. Everybody over on my Discord is really nice too.
4: I was getting there, you know.
1: (laughs) I'm just saying, I'm just saying they're really lovely and I love them a lot, so I'm going to... um... (laughs) I'm going to be a nice person about them. Not to their face, though. None of them listen to this, so it's <laughs> fine.
4: <laughs> yeah, Operation IDA, the, you know, the Carrier Owners Club. There's, there's a whole load of um, discords and, you know, Buckyball. Yep. Hutton. We
1: need to mention Hutton. We need to mention Buckyball.
4: Um, the yeah. Fuel Rats. Yep, Fuel Rats, Rock Rats, Hull Seals, Kingfishers. Um, they're the, all these community groups, once you actually get in with them, you'll find that the, the game... Just opens up Especially if you've just been a solo player up to that point
1: Fatherhood Operation Witch Hunt
0: <laughs> it, is, um, it is some of the most Fun sort of in-game experiences Is when you run in with a bunch of people And do something silly I mean I enjoyed doing a bit of um, We did a bit of Fargoid combat Yumi Ben and um, Ralph uh, yes. One Monday night I got invited along to that And really enjoyed it uh, one of my favourite sort of on foot experiences was in the with the the Soak people running about doing on foot combat. Was so
1: much in fun. the area,
0: and, and a queue, a queue of ships trying to frontline ships trying to drop everyone back off at the station <laughs> because there were so many of us trying to get in and out it was ridiculous um but yeah like doing doing a big thing in a group and um genuinely the community is really welcoming welcoming so if you are a bit like i was a few years ago and you're sitting and going everyone says that the community is welcoming but will they welcome me they absolutely will so do get in touch say hello And uh, if someone's got a bit of a game or a bit of a thing going on, ask if you can come along and join because it is very rare that someone in the Elite Dangerous community will turn around and say everyone can come apart from you. It is the rarest of things. You you have got
4: got to be a ganker of the highest order.
0: Yes. Yes.
4: A ganker of the highest order who has also cheated with a bot. So, um, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) And they have got Captain... Zach Flang in my mind at right this moment in time, but um, we'll move on from there. Um, obviously, if you join a BGS squadron, that gives you... Uh, if you haven't tried that before, I think we touched on that last week. Um, I would also recommend trying CQC, especially if you go into the CQC Discord. I know at the moment it's... Uh, th- there's a couple of maps which are broken, but they just flip over. So, um, yeah, I... The thing is that CQC is so perfectly balanced as a as a, an arena shooter. I, I I really enjoy when you have a good four by four session or a uh, a full eight de- um, a death match. But yeah, it's it's just the it, it, yeah frustration. But sometimes if more it's people worth it.
1: playing, it would be more balanced. But as soon as you start playing, and then someone who's like a level fifty who has everything unlocked who is better than um, who is better than everybody else? <clears throat> yes. it, it it then makes it difficult and makes it frustrating, and that's the point that I log off. so I maybe play one game, and that's about it,
4: yeah I mean normally i I can last a little maybe three, four games if but the the question is is whether or not you get uh a full crew because if it's just mm. you versus musketeer, well, that's yeah exactly. Than... Mm. Musket- exactly and that
1: and that's also that's no fault of its own of its own hmm. that's the way that it's made that's the way that made you you the more you play the more things that you get that will benefit your gameplay and then the more frustrating it t- it ha- it becomes this is my personal experience you guys might have a completely different experience but the more frustrating it it comes when you get hit by thermal lasers when you haven't even got them unlocked
4: yes. you know what I mean oh yeah completely I understand that I I understand that the the main it's a, pro- it's a
1: very similar like leveling up way to I th- I think call one of the Call of Duties did mm-hmm. and like the, the, the more you play and the better the better you get the easier it gets for you and I think Titanfall did that as well where you the the more you played the better you got they gave you the smart pistol which had the auto aim mm. I'm just like
4: what's that, the point of giving you an auto aim yeah, if you're, point, you're yeah, that good yeah
1: exactly exactly mm. so you're you're unlocking easy mode the more you play and that's when it becomes Frustrating yeah, I think, uh, when the my pr- balance isn't right.
0: My proposal, the better they get, the worse ship they get.
1: Hundred percent the slower, entirely the slower agree. It is the
0: worse guns and, and they're all just slightly off center when you try and fire them. The better also, you get, the worse the ship.
1: <laughs> and also you can drop rank as well so that you get access to the more easier easier <laughs> stuff as well. Um and there's there's no and i'm not saying that it is at the fault of the player a hundred percent it's definitely not the the fault of the player it it would be so much better if there were a much bigger group of people who were interested in cqc so that the higher level players could be playing together but if i was going to do a big overhaul of any mechanic in the game it would be cqc But my question is, is there enough people playing to warrant
4: that? Oh, well, that that goes back to the whole CQC problem, because um, it's one of those occasions where they're going to need to make extensive changes to CQC to attract more people. But those extensive changes will require a developer investment and time. And I don't think they're willing. Well, we know they haven't been willing to put any time into CQC at all. It, the game is relatively unchanged since launch. Uh, and the only addition that's been put into it is you can join a CQC match from the main game now. That's the only addition they've had to it. And, yeah. And the the thing is, when you, when you had a, a, a bunch of people starting off, it is, it is it is a great deal of fun. And one of the things that I was really a bit, sad about was the fact that because CQC is supposed to be a virtual game in lore-wise, it's actually supposed to be a virtual reality game in Elite Dangerous. Uh, so I just was hoping they'd have cabinets on the concourses that you could play Elite uh, CQC from. <laughs> but anyway, I think well, we're diverging there. We're um, there. Yes, we're well, moving on. Um, as has been mentioned before, um, it seems to be going down a storm, but try the Dangerous dot fr adventures.
1: I'm desperate to do one of these. I think we'll probably do some in the next I, I might do one do one or two on Thursday, but um yeah, I'm desperate to give these a shot. They they seem they seem really good. They're really well thought out. Um and it's a different way because it's based a lot on it's based on like the in-game lore as well, so mm-hmm. it's it's a it's a fun way to be able to find some bits and pieces you might not have already done before, which is really nice
4: yeah definitely um I mean, unfortunately the the only person here that's got the experience of it or He's not here because he's he's freezing. Um <laughs> uh, it's Alec. So which I've got, also I've
1: got a little bit of experience in it, Colin, I'm not gonna lie. Um, okay, fair enough. I've got, I've got a little di- a little bit of experience in it. I haven't actually actually done it, but I have um I have been working with them, so I do I do know what they're you doing. Have some
4: insight, yes. it's
1: it's really it's really um it's a really interesting project that they've taken on. Um, and it's one of those things where we, again, we will talk about being time poor and stuff. It's, it feels like a nice sink of time to do one of these, one of these little things that they've done. If you're not, um, if if you you don't have, if you're, if you're time poor.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's like a measured quantity. I mean, that's, that's the kind of thing that I harp on about when I'm on. So yeah. I mean, if it's something that's got a sort of measured time against it and I'm like okay I know I can fit one of these in All right let's go off and, and do it and I'm I'm really looking forward to giving it a, a try.
4: Mm. Uh well here's another one. Um I know that me and Claire have got into this in a big way uh, buckyball racing. Nah fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> oh you didn't do too well?
1: Nah, I can I can't remember. I I haven't done um I did the last one. The last one I think I came 14th but I did like one day of it. Mm-hmm. um and i don't know what i don't know what the next one's gonna be it's really fun doing Buckyball stuff um it can yeah. it's it's one of those ones where maybe that's not the best if you're short on time because it's almost like oh just one more run just just give me one more run i'll do it i'll do it better on this next run yeah. let me do one more run let me just do one tiny more run the best thing about buckyball as well is you don't have to be like the, we're talking about things that you've done before you haven't done for a long time or if you, you're you you're long in the tooth you don't have to be long in the tooth with um elite to enjoy ball racing because if you want to get started and you don't have all the engineers unlocked that's great because they yeah. always have the regulation which is like they aim. i think they aim for that to be less than Mm, I want to say less than two million, but I might be very, very wrong. But it, it aims to be a small, a relatively small amount of money, and therefore the rebuy is quite small as well. No,
4: the, the rebuy is absolutely tiny on that thing. Mm. People, can, people can lose ships left, right, and centre if you've been playing for a while. That's so, you what know, makes it great. Yeah. Um, Wait, well, there's also co pilot time trials with the mm-hmm. with the events. Um, there's also this. This is an interesting one: learning to fly without flight assist. Couldn't pay me. Couldn't pay you.
1: <laughs> Couldn't pay me to do it. I, didn't. I can't That's another fly time with since. flight assist. <laughs> <laughs> I've just told you I have to recalibrate every time I log in. I'm not going to do that. Um,
4: I think the only time I fly without flight assist is when I'm trying to dock a T9. Because <laughs> it's quicker to fly to, to dock with flight assist off than it is with flight assist on with that ship.
1: The only time I do it is when I, like t- there's two when I need to turn around really quickly or when I'm. Um, on a on a landing on a planet, and I can't be asked to just like go down. I just let gravity do it instead by turning flights and stuff. Mm-hmm. Those are my two.
4: Yeah, um, and this one's definitely from from Alec. So learn to fly all the way up a vertical building as that's in five drive. That's yes. great. That's, that's great, great for Alex. You fill Alex.
1: your boots, mate. You fill your boots. <laughs> Not for me.
4: <laughs> There's also suggestions about uh, trying to do photography, uh, cinematogra- oh, I, cinematog- oh, it. cinematography. Cinematography. <laughs> Obviously, when I've, I've tried three times, I need you to come in.
1: <laughs> yeah, all right. We're on it. We're on movie <laughs> it. Movie
4: making. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Let's dumb it down for Colin. Making the pictures do movement.
4: Film. <laughs> films, films, <laughs>
1: films.
4: Uh, no, no, I'm going to have something in my head that will stop me saying that word from now from now on. So Incredible. that always happens. <laughs> right the, now, I've got a couple of suggestions myself. It's l- enjoy being a bad guy. Find a faction you don't like and pirate the heck out of them. Shut down their horizon bases, raid their mega ships, space installation, and Odyssey bases. Because when you start doing that, you start getting the the those bad missions are actually so much fun to play. <laughs> and the thing is, the more you do it to just this one faction, the more hostile and angry will you they get, and eventually they will just attack you on sight, which is always a laugh. And then who, finally, who, who well...
0: have you picked on, Colin, out of interest? Have you got? Have you still got a faction that you're, like, going for?
4: Um, I... Well, I, to start with, I ended up... I got on the wrong side of the dark wheel. Ah. <laughs> of course you did! I got on the, on the wrong side of the dark wheel in Shenata How Zetra. did you manage
2: that?
4: Because I kept on fighting against the dark wheel in Shenata Tresher. us. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not the only one um, Chris Mark 1 happened that happened to Fozzer as well
2: yeah I remember that happened to Fozzer.
4: yeah and I thought nah it can't be that bad and then before I knew it I was in exactly the same hostile bracket I'm actually allied <sighs> with them now but <laughs> back then yeah you couldn't fly I couldn't fly around Chinatra Desra without um, someone from the Dark Wheel coming after me yeah uh, that that was yeah but it was fun. <laughs> um, the, the other thing, obviously, because um, people have heard me say this before, there is power play. Um, you know, when we had the last content drought way back, when before Odyssey came out and the fleet carriers came out, um, power play actually saved the game for me because I played it in a certain way. Um This is how I found I got the best out of it. Um, I joined a Discord for a a certain faction, the faction that I joined. There's normally, I think there's still Discords about for the top five factions. Not sure about the others. Uh, I ended up playing in open as as as, as much as possible, so I I was interacting with the other players. And, yeah, if you get unalive by an enemy player, please don't block them. I know, I know that some of them can be a bit unpleasant, but if you block a player in power play, then that means that player can't... It causes problems if that player is escorting another player on, on a run or something like that, because the, it gets itself into a, an awful tizzy where, you know, the ma- the matchmaking, all of a sudden, this person will be pulled out of Super Cruise and they'll only have one ship to defend him. And it, it just feels a little unfair, especially when he had about three people with him at the time. But power play, I, I think... I mean, the actual bare-bones games of itself, yeah, is lacking, but it is the community that makes up for that. And I think it. I think it does deserve a little bit more of a chance. But anyway... So overall, anybody got any other ideas?
1: Right. Other than just take a break. <laughs> other, Like, like honestly, take a break.
2: I'm not convinced this is an idea, but after that, I'm really enjoying doing virtual real world astronomy or something like that from Voyager. And I'm like, you know, looking at Orion at the moment, for example, with my ship in one side and Voyager in the other. Yeah, I don't know yeah. if anything can be made of that, but that, yeah, I'm enjoying doing this at the moment.
4: Yeah, well that, that's what the, one of the first things that I um I did in the game was actually I wanted to be the first to discover um oh, Koi 3663 because Koi the the system Koi 3663 actually had the first Xenoplanet planet discovered in the um uh in the Goldilocks zone and I was determined to get the first commander to get out there to get my name on it. Yeah. So, I managed to do that. It's actually on the top shift videos, but um I couldn't have done that without uh michael Brooks's help he mm. He told me exactly where to find it, which was <laughs>
2: awesome.
4: oh yeah i mean yeah if you that's one thing if you're into if into your astronomy as as a couple of people I know have been yeah. and they don't they just think it's a sky box until they actually start oh. recognizing they start recognizing the constellations when when that happens. I, I I I love it when Scott Manley actually shows proper NASA scientists mm. what Elite Dangerous is. And I mean, this they, went,
2: they, used, they did do that for a while, didn't they?
4: Yeah, they did.
1: Very early uh, um, on in crispy tater tots streaming, he's got a friend who's an a, astronomer and he came on the stream with him. Mm-hmm. And they talked about, this was this was my, this was pre-Odyssey, talked about, like, different planets and where things were and um, all of that sort of stuff, and that was really good. I wonder if he'd do another one with that astronomer there. I might reach out to him in the series, planning on doing it at any point, because I think it would be a really cool thing to watch and highlight.
4: Yeah. The one thing, the one thing that I know that IGN has done things where they've had scientists or astronomers working with No Man's Sky... And I'm there going, oh, why are you doing that? You really get the astronomers to work with,
2: mm, Elite, yeah.
4: you know, the Experts React series they've got. And I'm there going, surely they're crying out for that. But, yeah.
2: Yeah, I, I, I was just thinking, I'm in Seoul. The stars will look the same from Sol as mm-hmm. they look, you know, looking up. I'm like, okay, yeah, I saw the Big Dipper earlier. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I've now got... Um, yeah, I've got Orion's Nebula. I've, I've deliberately oriented things so that Rigel's in the bottom right, um, Beetlejuice is the top left, um, as as we're used to seeing it. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, okay, yeah, this is this is kind of fun. But you know, this is where you know, I'm also thinking, my God, I wish we had this in game, and I just want to be, you know, I'd love the ability to say, what is that star there?
4: Oh, you mean sort of highlight the star in the UI? Yeah. And,
2: and, yeah. I just, I I would love the ability to say, okay, yeah, um what's that?
4: Yeah. There there, there has been constant, there's once um flying out flying out to the Pleiades. I noticed mm-hmm. this star formation in the distance and I wondered what it was. Couldn't find it on the map, and of course I, I think uh it's Wotherspoon told me I actually no, that's the Andromeda Galaxy. <laughs> <laughs> but oh uh, okay. That's Andromeda. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So quickly, before we do air any other, uh, end the question of the week, is there any other business apart from the Dex Legacy that anybody would like to do? Wolf of
1: Avengers back. I might have mentioned it at the beginning of the show. Um, Wolf of Avengers back. Um, I I think we're going to do probably one more episode before Christmas and then we'll come back in the new year again. Um, But um, yesterday's episode is not yet, Sunday's episode is already out on YouTube. Um, It was one of the most fun times I've ever had dming um dungeons and dragons if you're interested in dungeons and dragons and you want to take a look at it um i adored it um i still have the song going through my head um for shem shime um and uh, it is haunting my dreams and i've not slept which is exactly what i wanted to happen to my players but it backfired on me
4: (laughs) yeah well the the other uh business that we've got, we've got The Dex Legacy Season 2. It has returned. Uh, we've premiered the uh, episode tonight on Live Radio. You can find further information at thedexlegacy.com including links to the, to the paperback book The Dex Legacy Season 1, Completed Scripts, and commentary by Emily Inkpen, uh, and also the complete Season 2 in HD audio. So, uh, yeah, that will be... Uh, yes. Right. Uh, obviously we're going to have to quickly do the question of the week quickly and it's, is yeah. quickly yeah. is going to be the relevant thing because uh, yeah so ben you're up first
2: yeah i'm just you so well
1: the, 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 the question asking, we should say <laughs> yes yes was, would you That's like to point. ask
2: the question claire
1: I can do, yeah, because we talked about it. Um, we, I was being a little bit outside. Of, um, wanted you to think maybe slightly outside of the box with this this one, or be quite literal with it. Um, what has been your favourite journey in Elite? Be it an actual physical journey that you've taken, or a journey of discovery?
2: Yeah, so I was saying, you know, my face, I, in many ways, I think my favourite journey, I think it would be of, of the of discovery thing, was all the way back when when I was up in a cobra and we're trying to work out how to play the game what the ship components do what the best idea is and what's going to get you the best bang for the buck and you know I just remember saving up and saving up and suddenly getting an a rated an a rated power distributor I just feeling like yeah I just take on the world now
4: <laughs> uh, yeah that's the first uh, the first equipment. Mm. uh wine was actually quite good um it's like it
1: yeah like my my answer to this um was never going to be anything other than discovering new law um the process of the discovery it's just so i just find it so exciting so exhilarating it's um really really fun the first thing that came to mind even when i wrote this question was finding the wreck of the alexandria um especially with with the benefit of hindsight as well just how pivotal that that came that became to everything that i did in elite subsequently after that because of how important it was to the azimuth saga and yeah yeah very very cool um chris
0: yeah, um, uh, Stargoid uh, got in touch. The journey from our home worlds, watching the futile humans desperately trying to figure out what
4: we were. <laughs> uh, were I added we were in the meta. cackle.
0: Um, <laughs> Stargoid
4: went there. Yeah. <laughs> Surely we need some kind of insecty noise at that point. Not a cackle.
1: We we don't know for certain. <laughs> right, we can have the big Stargoid noise. I'm sure we have it somewhere. <laughs>
4: Uh, right, I've got Commander Andrew Johnson. He says, "Going from playing solo to playing with other players, and then finally meeting them in real life at Leavecon and Pitcon."
1: That's awesome.
4: Yeah, mm. definitely.
2: Um, so, Commander Chappy Vader is saying, "Darth's lo- brother,
4: Pardon? Darth's brother.
2: Darth's yes. <laughs> brother. Uh, learning to love, exp- <laughs> ex- love exploration. Whilst on the Lost Souls 2 expedition, there's planets I have first footfall on that might never see another commander because they're so far out. Yeah. <laughs> I just hope that while you were there, you dropped a can of Coke as well.
1: Wow.
0: <laughs> Cluttering a database exactly. for all of eternity.
2: <laughs> we we came, we saw, we we
4: dropped out we, littered. we littered. We <laughs> <Jeez>. littered. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Commander Bowl of Petunias has been in touch saying outfitting their Type 6 because exploration didn't really pay well back in the day and loading it up with galactic travel guys to head off to what was at the time called EOL, Prow, RST, d 3 T D3-94. Hashtag for the mug.
4: Mug. Oh, mug. <laughs> mug. <laughs> See, we still do it. Um <laughs> Um, yes. We
0: had uh, Silas Rezzi. Um I always enjoy shaking down my ship fittings before finding the combo that has the best balance. I feel a little disappointed when it is set up right and I want to make a little tweak just to run another shakedown. <laughs> a little shakedown cruise. I like that idea. Mm-hmm. I, I don't do that often enough for my ships. I normally... Uh, well, head headfirst into combat, and then suddenly find out the fact that my hard points don't work because I balanced everything
2: completely wrong. Um, yeah, you 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 turn on you turn on your hard points, and your ship just shuts down.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I turn up, and suddenly my ship can't perform. My hard points are not as solid as I thought they were.
4: Uh, I've got misrecord. Um, I've enjoyed everything. Every moment of the last two years, role playing as Azimuth's annoying, interfering handmaiden, uh, it's been an excuse to be everywhere and meet most of the game community on various levels. It's been an awesome ride, thanks to every commander along the way. 7 seven!
1: They've done a really good job of that. They, they do. They do comment on a lot of things that I'd say about Azimuth as well, and I appreciate it. I appreciate the banter. It's been really fun. <laughs> <laughs> That's
2: lovely. But Rocky Stars saying. After jumping to Colonia for a free FSD CG, it was suggested that I carry on to Beagle Point. So I did. But I took my time and I actually explored, putting my name on several black holes, visiting in some incredible now, maybe, tourist systems, and watching the stars thin out as you
1: approach the edge. Lovely. Amazing. Amazing. Um yeah. Ian has been in touch and said it has to be the beautiful Enigma expedition. A perfect perfect example mm. of why I love this game. A spontaneous commander-driven event based on compassion, empathy, and love that saw thousands of players fly in front in fly in support of another commander.
0: Mm.
4: Yeah, that was actually quite moving as sometimes.
1: Mm.
0: I've got uh, another exploration experience. A space person got in touch and said, Distant Worlds 2, the most unifying experience I have seen in Elite Dangerous. Uh, People reminisce fondly. I'd like to see Frontier establish that level of nostalgia for ED in general.
1: You know, I I love that. I love that comment. But I don't necessarily think it's super fair in that... I don't feel like I miss out on nostalgia by by having not completed Distant Worlds 2. I Mm. think there are other things that I have done with many community members. Um, You said yourself, Chris, about the the stupid combat thing that we did that was hilarious and wonderful. Um, I feel so much nostalgia for that and I don't feel like I'm missing out on not having done Distant Worlds 2. You see Anymore. this yeah.
4: This this is the thing about um Elite Dangerous is there's a whole lot of different things which will be important to that one person. Uh, sure. Um, but to me, for instance, this is where I never went on it, didn't have any interest in it. I know everybody had a good time, mm-hmm. but it just didn't appeal. But obviously for, for for certain people, you know, because of the commentary the the people that they were with at the time, it's the best thing in the game. Yeah. So yeah you know. I
1: get I get it I totally I totally totally get it I just I yeah. th- I think there is more to a to the benchmark than um a lot of commanders going on a trip across the galaxy
4: Yeah. Mm. On the subject of going on a trip, we've got Tala. Um, I think it has to be my first big voyage outside the bubble. I want to get exploration elite, so I prepared my ship and left on a journey to Sagay. and I will never forget the feeling of noticing the change and the stars all around me. All that wonder and awe still sticks with me today.
1: That is really cool, though. That is really cool. They're they're quite right with that, for sure. Mm -hmm.
2: Just see, it's lovely seeing the the color of the skybox changing.
1: Mm.
2: Uh, yeah, damn, I want to go out to Culinary again now as well.
6: Damn. Oh god,
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's lovely. You just go there and everything's suddenly purple. Um, anyway, uh, Polo Trupos is saying, "Reaching elite rank in combat, it's a journey I'm still on after a couple of thousand hours, and I really don't want it to end. I, I think it may be an anti-climax if." And when I get
4: there. Yeah, I must admit, getting to elite combat rank was the last one for me. Mm. But still you've got to elite combat rank five now. Yeah, it.
1: get out Ben <laughs> <laughs> um, Stephen Usher we want to we want to Discord now so they might get a little bit more lengthy that's what she said Stephen Usher um, thinking about it, the journey they remember the most of the first trip to the Orion Nebula this was just after the game's release and plotting the route was done one jump at a time trying to line up the map in the right direction and choosing a star within my jump range I was flying my first exploration Cobra there was no engineering so it was basically 26 light years and that's it it took me about a week to get there bumping into another explorer around beetlejuice the second one was a trip out to colonia as it is now in a type 7 stuffed full of limpets to join the mining cg this was before limpets were available at jack station Jesus. that meant that, that meant <laughs> that the jump range was around 14 light years so it took me more than a week to get about halfway. At this point, Frontier added limpets to Jack's. So I dumped <laughs> them overboard and my jump range increased to 19 <laughs> light <like his>. years. <laughs> <laughs> I finally arrived in August 2016.
4: <laughs> oh my goodness, Stephen. Wow. I, I can emphasize with
2: that with the whole jump to Jack's thing and so on. with oh, man. You know, flying out there in a... I, I want to say it was like between 13 and 16... Uh, Lightyear, unengineered anaconda.
1: I love that vicarious Peter It's fine.
2: With <laughs> full of stuff as well. Uh, but my god, it was great getting there. Uh, <laughs> and in many ways, in many cool. ways, I think that was actually a better expedition for me than distant worlds two. thinking about
1: it. There you go.
0: The, the the chaos of one day deciding to turn right and head to Colonia, being completely unprepared. I have been there and Yeah, done that's that. basically what I did. <laughs> it, only
1: t- <laughs> it only takes two hours. I don't know what you guys are talking about.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it does now. <laughs> um,
0: Commander Homburger, um, I suppose my most meaningful journey uh, was when I took a trip to v thirteen fifteen seven Sydney. Uh, On the anniversary of Neil Peart's death The Rush drummer was a huge influence on my teenage self being a drummer And the Rush song Cygnus X1 Is about an explorer who travels To the black hole only to get destroyed by it It took a while to get there Mm -hmm. I entered the exclusion zone Hung there for a while, shed a tear And then headed home
1: that's oh, amazing i yeah. love that i also love that we're unlocking homburger law at this point as well which
6: is, <laughs> which
1: is always amazing Homburger's a drummer add that to the algorithm
4: <laughs> yeah well i've got four seven with a, with a seven in it as well <laughs> um so one of my journeys in elite dangerous has been one of hardware. It started out years ago on a potato PC with mouse and keyboard, and since then I've had two different whole test sets, one set of dual sticks. I've built a new PC just to be able to play Elite in VR and obviously bought a VR headset. I bought mounts for my dual sticks, then built a new desk to support the mounts better. I've added additional monitors to display third party apps and the website for Elite. I'm afraid this journey will never be fully finished <laughs> as I'm always modifying, tweaking the bits I've bought to play this incredible game. Yes, that's you'll be wonderful. building your own cockpit yeah. next.
1: I would yeah SimPit, Simpit, here we go. Yeah, so that's that's awesome. Mean, I love that so much. <laughs>
2: Yeah, it's, it's a game that never finishes, isn't it? <laughs> uh, Happy Moon Monday, Monkey is... Not Monday. Happy Moon Monkey is saying, I went exploring just before Odyssey was released uh, properly with a shiny new phantom. I wanted to get my 5,000 years uh, light years for Palin, so I set out for a nebula east of the bubble. That done, I thought, that was easy, and decided to make it a round trip via Sag Astar. Uh, This soon became a race against time, though, as I realized I wanted to be back in the bubble for the Odyssey release. A week and a half, 55,000 light years later, Elite Explorer rank up and Hutton decal for traveling the greatest distance that week. I was safely tucked up in Hutton Orbital, having made the run. On, On the day of Odyssey launch, somebody else managed to log into Hutton Orbital. Somebody else managed to log into Hutton Orbital. Uh, before me but it's still brilliant to one um to wander the fabled outpost and post pictures
1: wild that's that's oh happy moon monkey are you okay is my first question (laughs) but wow that's a lot of elite playing holy nuts um commander de camper says, says, um, my trip to the Formidine Rift in a crate phantom is my favourite journey. Having to plot jumps around the massive holes in the region added a sense of danger. Floating in the black with the Zahara in front of me, listening to the logs. Knowing I was thousands of light years from civilization, gave me a chilling feeling of loneliness.
4: Oh yes, you still get that.
1: Fucking Um, law. It's law. It's law for me. Law's just amazing. Just just plug any voice logs to my veins. Specifically whistleblower. No
0: reason. (laughs) No reason in particular. No reason. Um, uh, Cheb's Will. um, My best journeys have been teaching others about the game. First... It was with my daughter, helping her play through the tutorials, joining ground battles, letting her have the fighter of my bigger ships, and the awesome first run at ground Fargoid stuff and the ten-legged flying spiders. Now I'm helping my friend get back into the game. He had the game far enough back that he can buy a Cobra Mark IV. But when he first started, he couldn't get into it. So these last few months, I've shown him mining, space combat, ground combat, and missions. Some Fargoid space battles, and we've gone to the spires together. He's got the explorer bug at the moment, and has done a few long trips into the black. It's good sharing the little bits I've learned over the years. Wave bye to your ship on the ground, <laughs> and it's gone. And if you need to light up, sorry, if you need light, clap your hands at the ship. I like the little emotes, that is very real. Yeah, that's cool. very, cool. It's very uh, cool. and uh playing with friends that we mentioned earlier on. Even if he has overtaking me in cash already. <laughs> that is that is kind of brutal. Speak you know, I this this is why I've got to take part in gold rushes, because everyone that starts the game is overtaking me.
5: They're all <laughs> they're
0: all swanning about in fleet carriers. And I'm having to say, nobody sit swans my ship about in like a, a fleet peasant. carrier.
1: No one swans about in <laughs> a fleet carrier. They stay Get in a fleet a carrier slightly, slightly off center from their seat. You slightly off centre from their feet,
0: with the, with the wearing their monocle. Um,
1: yeah, <laughs> and my like, I do have the top hat, but it's just I just leave it on the desk. Sometimes my it's, hair's it's, up and it doesn't fit right. It's yeah. only
0: for ceremonial duties.
1: <laughs> for for sure, it's only and we only get out the good champagne at that point. Where normally we just use a
4: cheap <laughs> plonk And of course, a monocle in this game won't cost you fifty pounds. Anyway, <laughs> uh, I've got one. And is the, that this a Star
1: is, Citizen dig, Colin. Was that a Star Citizen dig? No,
4: actually it was an Eve dig. Oh, okay. Yes. I, or. Think
1: Star,
2: I think the Star Citizen monocles about a thousand pounds.
1: Oh, it would have to be, yeah.
4: <laughs> Sorry, I underestimated for Star Citizen. <laughs> 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 and,
0: and it only works on some servers. Anyway, carry on. Uh,
1: I mean, that's the only way that you can get the elevators to work I'm So sorry. <laughs>
0: they know work. It, fa- it falls off your eye when you get in the elevator falls down the shaft you never get it back again you
1: have to buy another one
0: <laughs> it falls down the toilet if you go there in the ship yep
1: hey colin what's your being of your favorite journey in the league <laughs>
4: <laughs> no, I, i'm just thinking about how difficult chris roberts will be will have it if you know if you bend over and your monocle falls into the toilet the it's amount re- of it's real <laughs> re-
1: you have to press three buttons on your hotel to make sure that you just squeeze your eyebrow enough so that your monocle doesn't <laughs> fall into
2: the toilet it's got face over ip so maybe you could just squint a little bit you just have
1: to squint you just <laughs> have to realize. run the whole time squinting <laughs>
4: <laughs>
5: Wait, oh, <no>. Quickly.
4: <laughs> well, I'm still doing the Colin to Colonia thing in the, the really really tiny um ranged clipper. And yeah, I am still enjoying it. Um like I said, I'm stopping at every single uh, every single atmospheric planet that's got two or more um, life forms on it and scanning them all, and so far I think, how long's it been out yet? More well, two and a half years. I've only got halfway to Colonia. <laughs> I've still got another half. to it, They'll probably close the servers down before I can get there.
0: Yeah, that's when we know the game is complete. Is when you've made it to Colonia. <laughs> that that <Yeah>. is the <laughs> end goal. It's not the Fargoid the War <laughs> or anything like that. It'll be Colin making it to Colonia.
2: Arrived at our Colonia. Yeah. Right big 39 gt i am assuming um one of the highlights for me was getting the free anaconda for traveling to huston orbital
4: bullshit we all know it's 100 credits
1: right okay also very very important to know it's neither because it doesn't exist Um, I'm sorry, like you're probably not a new player listening to um, getting to the (laughs) end of our podcast you definitely won't have made it to the end but uh, (laughs) um, I'm going to add a a caveat and say it's genuinely not a thing Um, it's like getting tartan paint or looking for a long wait or something along those lines it's not a thing that exists I want a left handed hammer
4: no, I know what you mean, Claire, because I was scrolling through Reddit the other day and, yeah, there was another newbie there
1: well,
4: who went, yeah, made i, I Hutton. I
1: cannot, in good faith, no. let you waste an hour and a half Whoa. in your life, not in 2023, when we are this time poor.
0: <laughs> not, not wanting to completely derail the conversation, but you know how these little chat programmes, AIs, learn from the internet... Have they learned that there's a free anaconda at Hutton Orbital by the number of times it's been typed into the internet? I'm checking now. How do you get, is there a free anaconda at Hutton Orbital, chat GPT?
4: Right. (laughs) While you do that, I will just give our shout-outs. So um, the shout-outs to our sister station, Hutton Orbital Radio. It broadcasts on a Thursday at 8.30. You can tune in at twitch.tv, Hutton Orbital Truckers, or if you just want the audio, go to radio.forthemug.com. For the discerning commander who likes a bit of CQC action, check out the CQC Discord at discord.me slash Elite Dangerous CQC. We also give shout-outs to uh, a couple of Elite Dangerous podcasts. Uh, That would be The Guard Frequency and The Loose Screws. And also, doesn't um, uh, Elite Dangerous do a French Elite broadcast uh, as well? I think they do.
1: I don't know. We'll have to double check with them. If they don't, they should.
4: They should, yes. (laughs) Uh, Following this, we have the latest Garnet News Digest, as provided by Commander Witherspoon and Commander Jude. I would like to thank everybody who's chipped in in the Twitch chat, and uh, what in-game commanders have joined the specially reserved table for the Chris Mark 4?
0: Well, joining me at the specially reserved table at Live Station, we have had Valeric, uh, we have had Chippy Vader, uh, or Chirpy Vader, sorry, uh, Mac Winston and Andy Sharp, 42
4: Excellent. Anybody joined you, Ben?
2: <laughs> no. Sorry. I am reading what Google Bard is saying about the about Autumn. Yes. Oh,
4: yes. <laughs> I also I also noticed that on the tw- on the Twitch stream. Yes. I I will just say that that, that is not a true statement. That ship is hated. What? It's hated beyond belief. So
0: <laughs> For, for, for <laughs> the record, uh, Commander Ventura has been trolling Colin throughout this program by putting pictures of adders all over the stream
4: <laughs> He knows I hate that ship Oh yeah <laughs> that shit sh- yeah, never mind. Um, we also say special thanks uh, to Commander Tokaso, JM Trax, and Alan Stroud, who have created music for the show. So that's it for another episode of Live Radio. If you'd like to get in touch with the show, you can co- find the contact links in Home slash Contact Us on the Elite, uh, on sorry, on the Elite website, on the Live Radio oh, website.
1: Sorry we that us- <laughs>
4: <laughs> do let us know there? if you have any questions or if there's anything you'd like us to discuss in a future episode. Lave Radio is recorded live on a Tuesday evening at 8.30 and streamed out at liveradio.com slash live. So, Ben, do you have a response from ChatGTP?
2: So, the, uh, I have a response from Google GoogleBard uh, oh, right. and it's saying no. There's, I'll, I'll summarise the summary. Uh, no, there's not a free anacondra heart and orbital. It's a common joke. Um, and then I love... This is what I was laughing at. Hutton Orbital is actually a very small and insignificant outpost. Oh! oh.
1: oh. You, might, yeah. you want to get some aloe for that burn,
6: Hutton! <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: the only thing that Hutton Orbital is known, known for being is the furthest outpost from Sol... That's wrong. From Sol System Star. Um, that's very wrong. That's very wrong. Uh, and there's a popular destination wishing to test their in piloting skills and endurance. Um, so if you're ever thinking of making a journey to orbital don't expect to find a free anaconda waiting for you, but you will have got the satisfaction of knowing you've made the reach one of the most remote uh, destinations. And I, that's, <laughs> that's fair, apart from the fact it's in Alpha Centauri, not Sol.
0: <laughs> Google Bard getting sent immediately to cubicle Free um,
4: Yes.
1: <laughs>
4: um, oh dear, it, it's burned by AI. That's that's yeah. bad.
1: Amazing, amazing, right. incredible. I love it. Okay.
4: So, thank thanks to Ben. Thanks to uh, Claire.
1: Oh, thank you. I just want to say I'm so sorry, Hutton. We all know that it may look like it's if it looks like a needle, it goes like a sewing machine. Oh. <laughs>
4: Oh my goodness. Uh thank you, Chris.
0: Goodbye. I love big stations and I cannot lie.
2: Yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah.
4: Lave radio Lave Station is so much bigger, yes.
2: That's, not all. That's
1: what No <laughs> <laughs> Uh
4: and special thanks of course. Well, not really thanks, more like sort of Reluctant acceptance goes out to Commander Ventura, who's staying quiet. Fair enough. (laughs) Um, Right. So until next time, commanders, fly safe. And if you can't do that, fly dangerous.
2: I'm gonna see the guy.
5: Internet News Digest, 21st of November 3309. We read the news so you don't have to. In this week's news, the Alliance is getting seriously annoyed with its defence partner. Commanders get aboard the Tritium Gravy Train. The Alliance wants more visitors to Alioth. And the blackest black paint jobs may not be the ideal choice for your holiday photography.
6: The Alliance has started a review of its Strategic Defense Alliance with the Sirius Corporation, after a growing number of critics have pointed out that Sirius has done little or nothing to assist the Alliance in the battle against the Thargoids. The Alliance has been paying the Sirius Corporation to help fend off Thargoid attacks for nearly 18 months. During that time, Sirius has deployed a number of megaships to core Alliance systems, and to Alliance colonies in the Witchhead and Coalsack Nebulas. It has helped to upgrade Alliance megaships with additional weaponry, and it has provided moral support and helped with the humanitarian effort in the Didio system when it was attacked by Thargoids that were lured in by Azimuth Biotech. Slightly more recently, but still more than a year ago, Sirius helped the Alliance drive the Thargoids out of the Andikavi system, although it seems likely that the Thargoids were simply testing our defences, and only planned to stay for a week in any case. Sirius lost no megaships at all when the Proteus Wave was fired in HIP 22460, because it decided to keep them out of harm's way in a neighbouring system. So, The same criticism of Sirius that was raised in June last year remains painfully current. The Sirius Corporation does not appear to have made any meaningful contribution to the Alliance's security, and in return for its fee, the Corporation has managed to infiltrate many aspects of the Alliance's government and military infrastructure. Most notably, it has a representative in the Council of Admirals. Nicholas Glass, who naturally enough insists that Sirius has worked wonders in upgrading Alliance megaships, and that its anti-Zeno missile rack and pre-engineered heatsink have made all the difference in the fight against the alien invasion. But the Alliance Navy has not been transformed into a third great navy, as many had hoped. Councillor Nakato Kane, who has opposed the defence pact from the start, has called for it to be terminated. But even some of those who normally back Prime Minister Mahan have called for the treaty to be renegotiated, with Aegis doing the majority of the work in developing new anti Zeno technology. The serious corporation seems increasingly irrelevant.
5: Commanders helping out Torval Mining Limited in the LHS-3872 system have discovered that it is far more lucrative to buy Tritium than to mine it. The initiative is a celebration of Zamina Torval's retirement from business. On offer is a pre-engineered mining laser and some pretty good prices for mined resources, including painite, Prisodymium, Lithium Hydroxide and, most significantly, Tritium. There are some excellent pristine sources of these mined commodities nearby, notably the metallic A-ring of HR 8514 Planet 5, which yields plenty of Panite and Prisodymium. However, one of the required commodities, Tritium, is available locally to buy at a number of markets. Selling shop-bought Tritium won't help you advance in the initiative, but it is a very good way of making credits, with a ten minute loop in a Type 9 yielding a 110 million credit profit. This is, of course, nothing like the credits you can make shooting Thargoids at a spire site, but it is a lot gentler. And you don't need to feel guilty that you are helping out the slave drivers of Torval Mining Limited.
6: The Alliance has cancelled its exclusivity deal with the Alioth independents for issuing the much-desired Alioth system permit. Alioth is a popular destination, not only for the solid gold statue of Prime Minister Mahan, considered by many to look almost but not entirely unlike its subject, not only for access to the Lakon Spaceway's central showroom, which offers a discount on all Lakon ships, but also Because it is the home of Bill Turner, the celebrated engineer who can expand the radius of your probes, make your sensors lighter than a feather, and keep your plasma accelerators accelerating plasma long after the others have run dry. Until August, only the Alioth independents could grant access to this alliance paradise. But they did a terrible job. Plagued by administrative hold-ups, the faction sometimes took months to offer commanders a mission to unlock the permit. The Alioth Tourism Authority complained of a lack of footfall, Bill Turner complained he was running short of Bromelite, and Lakon Spaceways Central said they'd not sold an Asp Scow in months. And so, the Alliance has given all Alliance factions in the area the ability to grant the Alioth Permit but only to commanders who are friendly with the Alliance. Now as long as you've been doing good work for the Alliance, you can be offered the chance of your very own dream vacation to the administrative capital of the Alliance by any one of dozens of Alliance factions. If the Alioth independence won't help, then another faction surely will. The Alioth independents remain a hugely influential faction in and around Alioth, with control of more than 40 systems and a presence in dozens more. Just because they're administratively incompetent doesn't mean they're not successful.
5: Space, they say, is black. If you are the sort of commander who likes to blend in with your surroundings, then you might just be in luck. The Pilots' Federation has discovered a megaship, named Prototype Squadron Carrier Not For Release, that is stuffed to the gunwales with cans of midnight black paint. For a limited time only, you can have your favourite ship in a colour that means you see it mainly by its outline. The black colour scheme was originally offered for sale eight years ago, in 3301, and commanders who subscribed early to the development of the first surface reconnaissance vehicle, the Scarab SRV, were awarded 29 of the paint jobs for no additional cost. If you are one of those commanders, and you already have, the Midnight Black paint jobs for the Adder, Anaconda, Asp Explorer, Asp Scout, Cobra Mark Three, Cobra Mark 4. Diamondback Explorer, Diamondback Scout, Eagle Mark II, Federal Assault Ship, Federal Corvette, Federal Dropship, Federal Gunship, Ferdelance, Hauler, Imperial Clipper, Imperial Courier, Imperial Cutter, Imperial Eagle, Keelback, Orca, Python, Sidewinder, Type 6, Type 7, Type 9. Viper Mark III, Viper Mark IV and Vulture, the good news is that there are thirty new ones you can buy. These are for the Scorpion, Mamba, Alliance Crusader, Alliance Challenger, Alliance Chieftain, Crate Mark II, Crate Phantom, Dolphin, Type 10, Taipan Federal Fighter, Imperial Fighter and, extraordinarily enough, the Scarab SRV itself. The Midnight Black paint jobs are excellent if you want to remain hidden. However, if you were to go on a long expedition, say, Distant Worlds 3302, which went right across the galaxy before there were any stations outside the bubble, or any fleet carriers, and which took place before you could change your paint job if you weren't docked, then possibly, just possibly, it might have been better to choose a different paint job. Or else you might end up with a photo album of the shadow of an asp in front of things. And that's this week's Galnet News. Galnet News, we read the news so you don't have to. and which took place before you could change your paint job if you weren't docked, then possibly, just possibly, it might have been better to choose a different paint job, or else you might end up with a photo album of the shadow of an asp in front of things. And that's this week's Galnet News. Galnet News, we read the news so you don't have to.